Chapter 34 A Conversation with the Sun At first we relish life within Father's love, goodness, trustworthiness, and forgiveness with all the abandonment of the Abba-delighted child. Our first days are full of great joy, as if an unseen weight has been lifted from our shoulders whenever we think of the Father. But then gradually, new questions begin to present themselves. Reminders of other aspects of God's nature begin to plague us with discomforting questions about His holiness, about the eternal consequences of sin, about that darker side of his being, which we had formerly been taught was so different than that represented by the high peak of infinite forgiveness. As from out of the distance, precepts and teachings from the valley, deeply ingrained from past ways of thinking, intrude. They remind us that the Father's estate is much larger than we can see from here. Then we begin to notice a great many others about, moving to and fro carrying containers of great variety. Where do all these people live, we wonder? What is it they are about? Our elder brother has already noticed our concern. One morning, therefore, he bids us rise early and accompany him to the distant regions of this land. Along the way, he tells us what we are going to see. Our father's estate, he says, is of far vaster extent than many imagine. Its reaches are immense, limitless, by measurement known to mortal man. Is there no end to it? we ask. It is said there is, Jesus replies with a smile. What about the limitations of man's devising, we wonder, remembering the disquiet we've been feeling for several days? Again comes a smile to Jesus' face, although one tinged with sadness. There are many such limitations, he says slowly, and they grieve our Father. But as you say, they are not the Father's because the fog of their theologic brains obscures the tops of the four peaks. Many assume that the mountains of goodness and forgiveness extend no higher than their short-sighted vision can see. Why doesn't the Father blow away the fog from their minds? Some fogs he can do nothing to break up. They are too thick. These dear ones have free will. If such people insist on seeing these mountains as only tiny hills, he can do nothing until they want to perceive the infinitely more that is in his heart to accomplish. And if they never come to want that more, then they will have to wait until death helps them see how wrong their fog-bound theologies were. How much better for the Father's people to discover the infinite reach of his love during their earthly life, but that their explanations so limit the ultimate reach of his reconciliatory purpose 
will not keep all that is in the Father's heart from being accomplished. Does the Father make no limits then? We ask. Draw no ultimate lines? Fix no end points? Oh yes, there are borders to his land, Jesus replies. Where then? They are not meant for mortals to see. He pauses, as if remembering fondly a conversation with a friend. When the Father does draw lines of dividing, he continues after a moment, they are pure lines, without breadth, and thus invisible to mortal eyes. So you see, the Father's lines cannot be known by man, and so they who make such an attempt their business are bound to err.